Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Angie Austin and friends, indeed. Michelle Ron is here, Miss Senior America 2004, teacher and friend of the good news. And you're back from Florida for a short time, so oh, you're visiting us. Oh, I'd love to be back. I love Colorado. No place no. better. No place is better. It, is, now, I know you like being in Florida because I it's do, so cold here. Because my miss husband your, loves it. And you miss your family and I your do. friends, don't this you? Is, this is home. It's this hard, is home. isn't it, to be gone I that long? I find it is. I find it is. And you just try to make the best of it like we all do and we're like oh make the best of florida yeah, but you know if everyone you love is or most of the people in you love are in color right area right yeah so, no thrilled to be back thank well, you we love having you all right so coming up next you know that when i left tv news and started the good news on the radio part of it was to highlight some of the charities well one of the charities i've really become attached to where i, I would work for them if i weren't in radio is arc mm-hmm. uh, lloyd lewis and my friend francis owens they do such amazing things with the people who are differently abled. And he took ARC from just having, Lloyd did, a few differently abled ambassadors to hundreds now. Mm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And so we interview the ambassadors. Two of my favorites are coming in, if I can have favorites. Seth and Lori, I love them. Good. And when I told, uh, Lori told me uh, at one of the events I went to for ARC, she said, she told me she loved me. And I, I know she does. Mm-hmm. And she knows I love her. And uh, I just think she's so special. And she told me when she's in a wheelchair, she has cerebral palsy. And she said she want, likes being an ambassador and greeting at the door at ARC because she becomes friends with people. And then she wants them to realize she's no different because she's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And they'll become friends with other disabled people. Good for her. And what also is neat is I've become friends with so many people that are disabled. I didn't mm-hmm. have disabled friends. Right. And so that's really been eye-opening for me. And I really want... Um, it's. It's kind of a dream of mine. At some point, I would love to start some kind of program where I take Seth and Lori into schools with me mm-hmm. and talk to the school about what ARC does and a little bit maybe about my story and success. Sure, sure. And then talk to them because recently I was made aware of a little boy who's different in school. And some of the kids told me, no, he's not different. They can't see that he's right. different because he has no physical kids disability. Don't see that. Right. Like Asperger's and uh, uh, autism, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And so. He's getting bullied. And I said to one of the teachers and one of the moms, do you think we could bring an adult with Asperger's or autism in to talk to the kids about how their brain works differently and to have Mm -hmm. more empathy? And so wouldn't that be neat if we could have a program where people with disabilities could go into schools and say, look at me. I have a dad just like you. I have a pet like you. Like, I want to have friends like you. Mm-hmm. And there are probably kids in the school who are like me. And we're no different than you. We might just, you know, think differently or maybe look a little different. And there are many schools that are already doing that in the respect that they have programs for special needs children. And so those children have been made 
a part of that school. So I, I would say, my gosh, go to it. It'd be very welcome. Well, looking forward to having uh, Seth and Lori, two of my favorites, come in because I just, oh, they're just, they're, they're so filled with joy that the whole studio will be filled with joy when and they it, walk it, in. It's, it's contagious. It and is, it's my favorite day of the month when they come in. Good. And piggybacking on that, one thing of my being a senior is that I want to be around, as other seniors do, children. We need to be around all generations that because that's how we learn. So the fact that if we are totally separated from the younger generation and they from us, there is no understanding there. And it's so important that we pass and that we mentor Three stories that. I've done in the last year have to do with that. One was an apartment complex where seniors, uh, part of like they're paying their rent, they, they actually got daycare from the seniors that lived there. And it was in another country, but it was a real creative, like young families and seniors living in the same complex, and then the seniors helped take care of the little kids. Right. That was beautiful. And then another one was about seniors volunteering in the classroom, mm -hmm. and I thought that was super cool as well. And also animals and seniors. I think right. that is another. Oh, uh, here's the one. It was just a couple of weeks ago we did this one. It was a seniors in tech, and it was teen volunteers <laughs> teaching at the retirement home about Nominal. Facebook, and they had a YouTube <laughs> contest. And so the seniors each made up their own YouTube <laughs> video, and then they competed against each other. And they none of them had computers. They hadn't used Facebook before. They hadn't used social media. They'd never Great. used YouTube. And they're like, well, you've heard about this tube, the YouTube, <laughs> you know? And so, oh, good. And then they showed a senior getting a friend. So And good. the teens were so great with them. And you know Bessie's Hope here mm -hmm. in right. Denver does this. Right. Where they take at-risk youth right. with seniors, and it's a beautiful and thing. And they pair them up. And, yes. it, yeah, they need each other. They need each yep. other. Two exactly. groups that need love. All right, speaking of seniors and animals, one of my favorite stories of the year was about this little poodle that had been given up for adoption. A guy who works at a retirement home took the poodle, and now the poodle follows him to work every day. But basically, the poodle takes off and does its own thing with the seniors all day long mm -hmm. and then leaves with him. The poodle gets right off the elevator and runs to a room. And also, the little poodle knows when someone's sick or possibly mm -hmm passing and stays with mm. them to comfort them during their last hours. So when I came across this animals for a nursing home, I thought, you know, what a beautiful thing because I think we we overlook in nursing homes the need for love because Bessie's Hope, they've told me that 60% of people in retirement facilities don't, don't get visitors. Visits. That's right. Isn't that sad? That's exactly right. And even those that have relatives, many times the relatives don't visit. It's it's a a different world for many people. So no, that's uh, those are correct statistics. Ugh. Linda Holloway has proved that. Right. Yeah, with Bessie with Bessie's Hope. Okay, here so here's part 1 of Animals for a Nursing Home. If you had someone and you said, let's go look at a llama, the llama's coming in the building. Oh my gosh, when does a llama come in the building? As soon as they see Travis in the building, everybody just wants to touch him repeatedly. <laughs> Even when you come back and forth, they'll pet him like five or six. His breath is pretty potent, but that doesn't stop him from kissing the residents. How you doing, Travis? You are beautiful. There's been studies showing that there's decreased agitation and increased participation in therapy with the use of animals. There's an innate calmness to the animals, which is just immeasurable. They don't judge you because you're in a wheelchair or because maybe you're not sitting straight or having some other issue. So we can get someone to stand and work on their balance to reach up and pat the llama. Beautiful. They don't judge you because you're in a wheelchair. Just Love what Lori, just what Lori from Ark uh, told mm -hmm. me, and she'll be up in the next segment. Um, let's listen to part two, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this. The whole idea of okay. I just think it's so simple. 
animals, they talk about the calming influence. We know that PTSD, that uh, vets that come back, that these animals can really help them. And there have been a couple of interviews I've done um, where people have talked about suicides mm-hmm. being, you know, really literally one story. The woman told me the man had his gun up to his head and the dog put his paw on his wrist and pushed it down. Mm. And he said it was the defining moment, moment of his life mm-hmm. that he decided not to take his life then. And if dogs could avert suicide, mm-hmm. they certainly can give comfort to seniors who are lonely. Right. And a llama, I mean, hello, no wonder they want to pet the llama, <laughs> even with the bad breath. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's part two. A lot of facilities don't have animals, and I don't know if there's fear of the cleanliness or or what it is, but it is so easy to do. Not everyone can have a llama in their front yard or chickens, but encouraging your workers or families that visit to bring in their animals is no cost, and it's nothing but beneficial for the residents. And it's a shame that more facilities don't because it is a wonderfully powerful experience for the residents and the patients that live in these areas. Nice. Nice. Isn't he nice? Your favorite? My favorite. Look at him. Just because someone is in a skilled nursing facility, it doesn't change who they are as a person. I know. He looks at me like, what's going on here? And it, it can be such a gratifying experience. There is a high level of loss at times, and that's hard. There are days that are really hard, but the reason you do it is because even if it is someone's last time, you're able to make it more meaningful. And sometimes that's what you take away, and that's what keeps you going. Do you hear that little quiver in her voice? Mm-hmm. Keeps emotional. you going, you bet. Oh, it is emotional. When, How could you not be emotional with witnessing like that? And the joy, could you hear the joy? It made me smile. You could hear the seniors' joy mm-hmm. just in the little snippets of what you could hear of them. And the woman that brings the animals in said, um, I don't know why more facilities don't do it. Maybe it's fear of cleanliness. Here's what it is. Red tape and the hassle. Mm-hmm. All the animals aren't allowed, and that's just how, what, that's our rule, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's a hassle. Mm-hmm. Good point. I'm hoping that some of your listeners out there saw the video that I did last week of the funeral home in Glenwood, Iowa, and they have a a five-month-old Bernice Mountain Dog who is being trained to deal with grief. And the, um, the mortician who owns the funeral home was interviewed, and he said, I brought my puppy in, and then I had two families that came in for consultation. And in the midst of this consultation with, my family, with the families, my puppy is over there, and I turn all of a sudden, and there are grown adults laying down on the floor petting and playing with this Bernice puppy. And he said, it dawned on me how much that can be a consolation to people. And he said, after he visited with these two families, and then later in the week, they had the service and so forth. He received letters from these two particular families that said, your dog helped console us so much that the the mortician decided he was going to take steps. He's this puppy is going to be the first trained grief dog in the state of Iowa. Oh, I so I have signed up. Neat. I have signed up because how wonderful is that? Especially all of we seniors who You've signed up for what? Oh, I want that happening. When I go to live with Jesus, I want my family to walk in the funeral home and I want them <laughs> greeted by a puppy, a dog that loves them oh. and and I'm 
I'm, I'm all set for it. Because think of how many times children have to go in with the adults into the funeral home. And I've I've sung for El- Ellis Family Services for 100 years. I I love been at a lot working of them. I, I love them because it's a time when God and I chat and so forth. And I know how important it is that families feel the presence of the Lord, even if they don't admit that or so forth. There has to be something in there to help console. And what more consolation could come from a puppy or from a dog? And the dog is being trained. So look it up. It's And I wish I knew wow. the name of the funeral home. I don't. But it's Glenwood, Iowa, puppy being trained for grief counseling. And then locally, I believe it's War, oh, is it War Dogs? Oh, there, there, are, there are a lot of great organizations. I just, I love oh, the idea with... of getting um, animals trained to work with vets because I think they've given their lives for us and they come home sometimes with injuries that you cannot see and we need to recognize that right. and save some of these young men and women. And I love mm-hmm. the idea of dogs yep. doing that. All right, I'm, I'm going to use something on uh, Periscope. We talked about last week. Now, you may not be aware of it, but I'll show you on my phone. Okay. okay. So it is a live feed. So I can push this button right now, <laughs> and I can put a live feed up of you and I doing the radio show. Okay. So I'll do that right now. And then people can actually join on Periscope, and they can put little hearts up to say they like what we're doing. Oh, my. Or they can um, put up something that says they don't like what we're doing, or they can make really yucky comments. Oh, And I dear. came across an article that said, <laughs> this is parents' worst nightmare. Because even though Periscope could be great, and we can do our you know our show right now. Sure. Um, and I can put it right up, and there we go, and you'll see yourself in a minute, and you'll be broadcast live, and people all over the world can look at you. Oh, my And then goodness. they can put up, um, they can put up uh, smiley faces. And say they like you, or they can put up comments and say, "What are you guys talking about? I don't like what you're talking about." Isn't blah 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 blah. Oh, there we are. To do the hair, yeah, your okay. hair. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and so I've got it up under um, Good News and Daybreak USA. And here's the thing with Periscope. I really think the kids can be seriously bullied, but they can also be in their room and put a live feed up. Oh, do you very, want your ten-year-old? Wow. My my husband showed my ten-year-old this, Ooh. and uh, and showed him how to make comments and such. And uh, he doesn't have it on his uh, particular um, device, my okay. son, because he can only use his for homework. Uh-huh. But I have it on mine, and my husband has it on his. I don't want my 10-year-old well, doing a live feed say. from his Do bedroom. You... No, 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 And no. I don't want someone saying, hey, you know, your parents home from work. What's going on? Are you lonely? Can I send you something? I saw an Oprah once, and these guys were sending this young boy all kinds of stuff, and he was doing feeds. He, it was his webcam. It wow. wasn't as advanced as this. I mean, all you got to do is push a button and you have a live feed and people uh-huh. all over the world can watch you or whatever. No, thank you. So let's listen to this. This is two grown women. Okay. And some of the things they can't even say on the radio that were said to them when they put up their feed, um, some of them, they were called like ugly or do this or things that were really, really inappropriate to them. And... Uh, they then were scrolling on the video, which you can't see, some of the horrible comments that people made to them on Periscope. And it scrolls down, but I, I, we can't have it on the radio. Mm-hmm. But when I read what was said to them, I was appalled. It's like two moms, and they were doing a video on, uh, you know, a live feed on Periscope, and horrible things were said to them. So what about a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old who um, starts getting attention? Oh, you look so pretty, you know. Oh, wow. Why don't you wear this? Or, oh, I'll give you more hearts, or I'll send you something if you wear that. I mean, I see this as... Not only bullying, but also people preying on children oh my goodness, through it. Yes. But and I think it could have great a oh. church that can do like you know, or a radio show that can put out you know a live feed. I just think that there are a lot of really neat things that can be done with it. But I think parents need to be aware of right. Periscope. So take a listen to what these moms have to say about it, uh, about okay. their feed experience. 
the impact of your actions that they yes. have on other people. Like literally, for example, 10 minutes ago, we did a Periscope. And there are some different comments that popped up. One was like, I can't say the word, but like ugly. Yeah, we can't some were really, some were nice. They wanted to marry us. They wanted to get lost on an <laughs> island with us, you know? But and even something as so like trivial as yeah. that, like you're obviously old enough to have a Periscope. Yeah. Why are you acting that way? Like, why does it matter? If you don't like the way that we look or sound or whatever it is, just don't watch. But the point that I make with that is how many different people are they doing that to? So just stop the problem. Like, don't feed into it. Don't buy into it. Half the time, that's what they want, right? Right. Like, when they do that on our Periscope broadcast, we don't say, oh, don't say that, or we don't even say, oh, we're going to block you. Just block them. Silently right. block them. And that's kind of what you do in real life is just shut it down. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight with you over your kind of negative mindset and I'm not, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Basically, I'm going to instead just keep being positive. Right. If you insist on being consistently negative and are not trying to improve, I'm just going to leave you be. Like Oh, so, my goodness. A real, I mean, it really opens the door for immediate bullying and mm -hmm. comments and people having fun and trolling the Internet and saying nasty things. And those two moms, when they do their broadcast, they get horrible comments. Again, they were scrolling on the screen Correct. during right. the video. But I think parents need to be aware of it. But it can also be used for really great things. I see a lot of pastors and churches getting involved with Periscope and fun. Like if you're at karaoke or you're singing or you're at some event and you can live stream it, there are really some neat uses of it for sure. But that's the whole thing of social media. There are wonderful, wonderful use. Google can be used for a phenomenal things and so forth, but it's those people on that are not going to use it for the good and the they care get a of the others. They out of offending people. Correct. And it also makes them feel powerful. I mean, those, uh. to me, in my opinion, those are the people that in my generation, you got a phone call, you picked it up, and this icky thing was said on the other line. All you do is you hang up. Yeah. You hang up. You do not respond because right. the minute you respond, they've hooked you in. Yeah. They have hooked you in, and so you just leave it completely. Well, I don't want my kids using it. No. Yeah, it's for adults, no. in my opinion. All right, Michelle, Ron, if people want to uh, get in touch with you and have you as a speaker, we love to speak at churches, you and I, Michelle. Oh, we do. MichelleAron.com. Excellent. Stick around for ARC. Two of my favorite ambassadors, Seth and Lori, will be joining us. They are a delight. They will light up this room. It's one of my favorite days of the month when I get the ARC ambassadors coming in. Uh, I have to tell you, one of the most wonderful organizations I've ever worked with will be right back with my friends from ARC. The Love of Christ Lives on 810KLVZ. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can shop. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. 
you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching. And there's so much love in that church. And I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just, I, I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and, I, and I, I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry. Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus. Thursday night, we connect. You can go to dinner. You get to know people. And then on Sundays, I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning, and I feel I'm always hugged. I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there. And so I feel like I'm growing, but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church. So if people would like to come, how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? Please go to our website. You can download our sermons for free and find out where we are, denverbible.org. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Do you ever feel like, you know, you need a roadmap to your goals or you need some hope or you feel lost? Well, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation, she teaches us the specifics, the roadmap to reach your goals and dreams. Hi, Carrie. How are you, Angie? It must be very exciting for you to help people reach their goals. It's very exciting because everybody has a vision of what they want their life to look like, Angie, but most of us walk around with it all stuffed inside and not able to get it out. And that's what I help people do. And what I find that you do is you have us write down uh, what we see ourselves doing or would like to see ourselves doing in one year, two year, three years. Right. And then you ha- you break it down into steps and then it makes it so much more simplified and less intimidating. Well, I think people overestimate that, you know, a baby step ha- can take you a long way. So yes, I get them to take little tiny baby steps toward the bigger vision of what they want their life to look like. All right, if people want to talk to you, work with you, see what you're up to, how do they reach you? InfiniteNation.com. InfiniteNation.com. Thanks, Carrie. 810 KLVZ. Listen online and check out showtimes at klvz.com. Welcome back to the good news. So excited to have my friends from ARC here. It is just the highlight of my month and one of my favorite ambassadors, Seth, is here to help me do the good news along with Dominic and Francis. Uh, you know, you guys join me monthly. Francis Owens, Ooh. my friend who uh, deals with community relations at ARC and uh, ambassador. Uh, Seth, you have been on the show. Is this your third time? Second. Second. Oh, and I did once a phone interview. That was your third. I did a phone interview, too. So you're one of my oh, favorite. You've been right. on more than any other ambassador. I didn't yeah. even remember the phone interview before. I just yeah. remembered when you first started, like yeah. two and a half years ago when yeah. I was here. And, and if it was Seth's choice, he would be on every month. I know. He loves Got this. that right. He I loves know. this. I know. <laughs> box. So something like this is perfect for me, and I'm always having customers say yeah. that, hey, I should be on radio or something like that because of my and you should say, I am, I am. <laughs> well, hey, I've been on radio before, thanks to ARC, so that's something that I have experienced Well, before. and as an ambassador, you know, you um, interface with a lot of people in the stores, uh, and you uh, were at Lloyd Lewis's wedding, I and um, you got up and did a toast. Lloyd Lewis is the president of ARC, and so a lot of the ambassadors were at his uh, reception. And uh, tell me, tell us a little bit about what you said to him and to his new wife. What I ended up saying was that Lloyd is like the president, or excuse me, he is the president. Lloyd is like the father of our company. So because of that, all of us ambassadors are like his children because we're his employees. And therefore, that makes Claire, his new wife, like the mother of our company. (laughs) So therefore, 
Um, here's to you, Mom and Dad, and thanks for all the great help that you do for us. And Mom, welcome to the Ark family. Here's to you, Claire and Lloyd. It was such a beautiful toast. I know, look at you getting tears in your eyes just right now. And I did too. Super sweet. sweet. Plus, the even better part was the fact that our president of the company on his most glorious day of the reception, one of us kids, namely me, his ambassador, got to not only make him blush, but I also got to embarrass him a little bit and give him a hard time in front of everybody so that was was a huge honor it was pretty special and i'm proud to be able to have done that (laughs) now um dominic you work with the ambassadors obviously um seth is one of your the special ambassadors because he's so charming and so many of us know him and you interact with so many people seth how long have you worked with arc and uh, again i always say shopping at arc is shopping with a purpose that's where i do my donations by the way we did a huge donation after christmas because we had to get rid of so much stuff and even though you guys are further from where we live now. I told my husband, we don't drop off our donations anywhere but ARC because uh-uh. I know so many of your ambassadors and have such a great relationship with you guys. I so want to support what you do. So Seth, um, talk a little bit about your disability because it's not obvious at all and uh, what your experience has been like working for ARC and where we can shop with a purpose. I started at ARC on March 12th of 2012, actually. I remember the day very well and Um, I eventually ended up getting hired because I started there as a volunteer. I was a volunteer from March until July, and go figure, a day after firework day, I come into work as a volunteer, I leave as an ARC employee. And about a month or two later, I ended up becoming a ambassador, and what ambassadors are is people with disabilities who are basically representatives of the company, seeing how ARC is all about helping those of us with disabilities. So I actually have two anniversaries, an anniversary of when I started and an anniversary of when I got hired. And for me, that's a huge honor because ARC, not only people at my store who um, who have been there forever, but also new people as well, as well as people outside of my store like Dominic and Francis have become a not just co-workers and even you, Angie, since I've seen you a few times as well, not just co-workers and people that I interact with, but they've become a extended family for me because of how close I've become to everybody with ARC. And as for my disability, it's a form of autism that's called Asperger syndrome, which basically means that on the outside, I look like a regular average person who is just a big chatterbox and a big blabbermouth, plain and simple. But on the inside, mentally, things that people um, that are people that are able to do it very easily, like driving directions or cooking, for example. Um, that people take for granted because it's just everyday life for them. I have to be taught as if I'm going back to school again. And um, when it comes to driving directions, I have to be told, go to this street, make a left, go to this street, make a right. I can't be told, okay, go four or five miles down and then turn here and whatnot. Because if I don't have a GPS or somebody in the car that knows where the heck I'm going, yeah, I'll be on the phone probably half the way there saying, okay, where the heck am I? Where do I go from here? Kind of thing. Well, that's, because a, that's a really interesting way for you I to don't describe understand it. Because I've never had anyone specifically describe what it feels like to have Asperger's in, ter- in terms of a 
recipe, you really need it step by step by step if you're, yes. going, if you're going to cook. Yes, and hence the reason why when it comes to doing cooking, I'm able to do TV dinners. I'm able to do you know stuff with written directions like chicken nuggets and stuff like that. But as far as cooking hamburgers, steak, fish, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, unless I'm actually having supervision right there, um, yeah, I actually, because I've gotten so wrapped up in TV shows and other stuff and not knowing what the heck I was doing, I've actually burned spaghetti before. <laughs> well, I have so. to tell you that what, you know, I know that Lloyd Lewis, um, we just mentioned him, president of ARC, has increased the number of ambassadors like you, yes. Seth, from just a handful to several hundred now. Is that right, Dominic? It's to over 250 now. Oh, my goodness. And growing. Over oh 250. Gosh. And as you know, um, Seth, they actually, your job, they cater it to your gifts. And so if you're not good with your hands, you might be a greeter. If you're great with your hands and numbers, then maybe you'll be um, a checker, you know, or maybe you'll work in, you know, in donations. And I love that they make the job fit your gifts. So you, Seth, how I, you met, I know you love ARC and you feel a sense of love, camaraderie, and family there. Um, and I know that your work experience has been good. Yes, how, how much better is it maybe than working out in the world? I don't want to give specifically where you worked or anything, but, you know, catering the job to you and your disability, has that been a real blessing for you at ARC? Well, considering that when I was in school, math was my favorite and best subject oh. of all time. You ask me a science question, I'll say, go find somebody else and ask it because I could not stand science worth a darn, and the sooner I could get out of there, the better. The same for when it comes to writing stuff and writing stories and whatnot. No thank you. But when it comes to math, Love it. I, I'll put it this way. I, when I was in high school, I only had to take math two years to be able to get my credits. Wow. I was in it all four years because I wanted to. You loved and it. Nice. Because of that, me being a cashier at ARC, it just comes natural for me. Well, and you're friendly, too, so it fits. Hey, yes. I grabbed a good news story for you guys about a football player that I wanted to share with you because I think that sometimes we underestimate people who are differently abled. And this mom has an autistic son who really wanted to play football, but she kept in high school protecting him I yeah. you know you're differently abled I don't want you to be picked on I don't want you to get hurt I don't want your your head to get you know uh, you know want you to get a head injury and the coach finally said we will take care of him let him have his shot and now he's totally blossomed because he's been given this opportunity because he has a gift for football take a listen I never thought that we'd be at a varsity game watching my child who 10 years ago was banging his head against the ground, biting himself, hurting himself, because he was so frustrated that he couldn't speak. Nobody even knows, thinks, or cares that he has a disability. They just see him as another player. Well, I, I don't mean to brag, but um, I'm one of the strongest kids on the, on the team. It is like war. There's a lot of people watching you. It's like playing a rough game, something that probably a lot of people can't do. If he's out there on the field and someone was to hit him or something was to happen that didn't go his way, that could cause a, a meltdown of like epic proportions. And his coach said, you let us worry about him. We will spend extra time with him if we need to. And they did just that. And that boy got out there studied the plays, that part of his autism, you tell Julian something once and that's it. It's committed to memory. That's when I really started to see my child completely just break out of that shell and become, you know, his own person. 
when a lot of people think about autism, they think they think of a, a kid who can't talk, who um, can't do anything. I hate when they think about that. It's like, I take that personal. Just because you got a disability or autism doesn't mean you can't go out for sport. You know, like, let people say you can't do this, you can't do that just because you got a disability. Who cares? Go out for it. You like that, Seth? I could not agree better with that because of the fact that I am not a sports person, so I cannot agree with that part. But as far as the disability part and as far as the um, treating people unfairly and whatnot, that's one thing that I have always loved and respected about ARC because at ARC, people don't treat us differently because of our disability. They interact with us as if we are normal people. Just because we have a disability doesn't mean we should be treated any differently than anybody else because we were born with it. We can't help it any more than anybody could help having a work-related injury or um, walking down the street and um, twisting their ankle. Nobody could help that anymore either. It's just the way that we are. So we should be treated just as fair. And in regards to what you had said a minute ago, Angie, as far as the um, ARC and whatnot, not only do they help benefit us, but my job personally, yes, it is a job. Yes, I have to, you know, follow rules and whatnot, but it's more of a, I like to see it as I go to I end up going there and having a day of fun. I get to interact with people. I get oh. to be my obnoxious self, and I get paid for it. Plus, I get to go to fun events see, all the you time. You see your so. job as an ambassador at ARC as a day of fun. I love that. Pretty much. I mean, that's a pretty it's not work for me. It's fun all day. Well, I want to talk about some of the programs, too, and ways that we can support ARC, because uh, not only is it a job, but Dominic, you um, have been on numerous times, Dominic Rivera, and you uh, do, uh, handle the uh, ambassador's programs, and you've got a prom coming up, and you have all kinds of classes as you offer them and so I want people to really support what you do and that can involve volunteering is that correct Francis Owens with ARC yes absolutely um, we have a volunteer coordinator that's just great Erica uh, uh, Porter and she will help you find uh, the right niche that you need which I think again it, it it goes back to our mission and what you talk about on your shows is finding the strengths in people so with the volunteers that come in we help them find the strength in the area where they can volunteer at the most uh, we've done quite a few schools um, she has other organizations she has a plethora of uh, people that come in all the time to volunteer, but I think that what that does is exactly what we do to help the ambassadors is to find what their strength is. For instance, Seth with his check cashing, I guarantee you I could never do that, Seth. I'll take the writing part. I'll give you the cashiering. But it's important for that, me. that we do that, you know, in in, yeah, in all businesses. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, exactly. If every business matched right. the employee's gifts and with the job, they'd, they'd be more successful. Volunteer well, and, and Lloyd, yeah, Lloyd mentions ahead. a lot that there um, is this not really as tangible benefit of hiring so many ambassadors that morale is so high at ARC. I mean, you people don't leave there because it's so wonderful working with the ambassadors. They bring such a light to the organization. And, and as... I'm sorry. No um, as an ambassador myself and as a cashier myself, I actually can say in both respects that as somebody who deals with customers on a daily basis and somebody who, as I said, is a representative of ARC, not only do I pride myself on the fact that me being the cashier, I am the last one for people to end up seeing. And therefore, I, as I tell my customers all the time, 
they compliment me on my good attitude, my good personality, my good customer service. I can see why they would. I tell them plain and simple, hey, whether I'm having a bad day or not, I'm the last one you're going to see before you end up coming back here. I'm a representative of this company. I want you to come back and shop with us again. So why, just because I'm having a bad day, should I take it out on you guys and make you not want to come back? That makes me feel horrible. That makes me look horrible. And that makes you not want to shop with Somebody's us anymore. Somebody's going to hire him away. We better, we better not have him back. Somebody's going to hire him away. People have Wait, been so trying to steal me away for the last two or three years, ever since I became a cashier. And for me, it's not about the money. I've been offered... Other jobs where I work on salary, heck, even working at Walmart, making $4 an hour more than I do at ARC. It's not about just the money. It's about my personality, or excuse me, it's about my family at ARC. Yeah, I could make more money, yes, but true. I would miss ARC way too much. I would miss my family, my friends there. So well, for me... And they'd miss you because they're going to have to you. fire me to get rid of me. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mentioned that I dropped off a bunch of stuff after Christmas, but I want to mention another thing that you do that my mom's going to be taking advantage of. Um, my mom lives with us, but we hadn't get, gotten everything out of her place. And so we're basically setting it up for everything that we don't want to move that she can't put at our house in her little room awesome. that we're having our pick up. Awesome. You know, whether it be a table, dishwashers, whatever, you know, we, she has in there that we're, we don't want to take. And that's the cool thing that you guys do is you'll actually come for a pickup. Yes. So we can just call and say, hey, I have 15 bags out in front of my house. Can you pick up? And then yep. they schedule it and they come and get the stuff. And you don't have to load it in the truck. They, nope. you know, load it into the truck. And so that's super handy besides dropping yeah. off. I don't know why my husband always, I think it just likes to hook up the trailer because when we come, we bring a trailer. <laughs> Trailer to Ark, and I'm like, you know, they pick up. Oh, it's fun to get the trailer out. And blah, blah, blah. He like, wants to okay. show his manly. Yeah, yeah. how manly. Yeah. And another cool thing, if you're a school, again, we're talking with Ark right now. If you're a school and you want to raise money or a nonprofit, I think this is the most simple way to raise money. It's called Buck a Bag. Explain that, Francis. Absolutely. Um, we have um, a couple ladies, uh, Miranda and Lori, that set this up with the schools, and um, they work at a time when people. In the students can bring all of their items, and then we fill um, a truck, and they have a, a way to figure out how much, how many, uh, if it's a quarter of the truck, uh, we pay back so much. If it's a half a truck, we pay back so much. And we also have by the bag. So they could bring a bag of items, and then we give um, a percentage back on that. So the school makes money and then we make, uh, you know, we bring in more goods that we can sell and also make money. And w the one thing that is so, so special about ARC is that the monies we raise from all of our 24 stores, we have 24 now. We just, uh, just opened uh, a new one. Yeah, in Westminster. And that money goes back to 13 chapters around the state for advocacy. So they are okay, the so advocacy I, Let's say arm. I go and I buy like my coach bag that I got for yes. you know, like 10 or $15 <laughs> that I love, uh, brand new with the tag still on it. So I buy that at ARC yep. for, you know, the, the tag said 200 and some dollars. I paid under 20 for it. Yep. Then the money goes to what? Explain about well, what, what the money we, does. All those profits, you know, of course, after, you know, the buildings the are store, paid yeah. and, you know, all the expenses are taken out, those profits, which are quite large, then are distributed to 13 chapters. And these chapters are, for example, like the Ark of Douglas, Arapahoe County, the Ark of Denver, the Ark of Arapahoe County, um, I mean, Pikes Peak. And Lori, one of our friends, one of your good friends, Seth, she got her wheelchair from yes. ARC before she even worked for ARC. Because she, uh, you beat me to say in that, day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her wheelchair. I mean, getting someone a wheelchair at, while I'm huge. shopping and getting a discount on a coach bag that I get for 10% of the, of the price 
You know, yes. that, I mean, so it's kind of win-win. I mean, it's not kind of, it is a win-win. It is. Also, it is. another way of raising money, which I, as a cashier, end up doing um, every other month. So the even months of the year we they do. ask it. you if you want to round, round, round up. them up. I, I, and they should I, do it every month. Because the last you. time I went in, See, I they agree. didn't ask I agree. me to round up. But I, I want to round up. Anyway. up. Yeah. But oh, for, you can round because they didn't ask me. For all I of you up. customers out there um, who, who come to ARC, just because we are not asking for roundups to donate your remaining change up to the nearest dollar, that does not mean that we cannot accept them. We just cannot ask for them. And I want them to do it every month. Could I'm we? with you. I agree. Why not? Because I agree. I'm not offended. It makes us, it makes us very much it's better. I'm shopping there because I want yeah. to give back to the community anyway and to help ARC. Yeah. So if, if you want me to give an extra 12 cents and I just got a killer deal on, I mean, I get boots there for my kids. I get, you know, I get Christmas presents there. I mean, we get all kinds of stuff at ARC. And so I'd love to donate extra. My, our our um, baseball mitts, cleats, yep. tap dance shoes. You do not believe I'll how much money to, we save by shopping there. To show you I the actually, cool things after our interview last month, I went over to Parker Landing and I'll show you the amazing Christmas items I bought. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. I saw you posted them on Facebook. The yeah. bears. They're so yes. cute. Yes. I actually went in there after that to see if I could find anything like that. And that's the other cool thing is that you every time there are new things, new things. to buy and you're helping your community. You're helping right. the differently abled community. And just the morale in there is so wonderful. Francis, you are the former first lady. What has it been like working for ARC? Because you and I met for lunch um, before you started working for ARC and right. you wanted a job that made a difference. What's it been like? Well, my special thing, I mean, I, I admit, I don't know retail. I, I know nothing. I mean, so many experts in our company, you know, our employees are retails, you, you know, uh, aficionados. But what I love is the mission. Yeah. The mission is absolutely critical in our community um, because there will always be people with disabilities. And this is a great way for us to support advocacy for people with disabilities. Well, Seth, you're just such a great friend of, you know, of ARC and the, and the show. You're one of my favorites. Thank you so much for coming in again. Thank you for having us, Angie. And for all of you customers out there, please come visit us at ARC. And if you shop at the one down on Colfax and Pierce, down on Colfax and Pierce by Casa Bonita, look me up. My name is Seth, and I'm one of the cashiers there. Yay! And listen to Angie's radio <laughs> with the good news. <laughs> Thank you, ARC friends. You're the best. We'll be right back. You're listening to KLVZ and KLVZ HD, Brighton, Denver, and online at klvz.com. All right, you want to be healthier, right? What if you could get a free health assessment and you could get a number that would let you know, hey, I am really in bad shape, or hey, I'm doing really <laughs> great. Well, we've got one for you. It's a free health assessment. It's 100 questions, and Dr. Joe Arve is here. And Dr. Joe, how do we uh, take this health assessment? Basically, just send me your first name and your last name and your email address, and we'll email this lifestyle risk questionnaire to you. And what it does, it's 100 questions, and it analyzes how you're living, how you're eating, what you're doing, to whether your health is going the right way or the wrong way and it gives you a score and then based on that score we can go to work on making lifestyle choices diet changes things you can do every day to get that score down and get your health moving in the right direction and so you can call me at 303-349-6011 and leave me a message and i can get you plugged in that way or you can text me at the same number 303-349-6011 or go to spinegeek.com and contact us and we'll get a hold of you there and we'll make it happen but it's a free assessment and it's going to be awesome for you 
Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Do you ever feel like, you know, you need a roadmap to your goals or you need some hope or you feel lost? Well, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation, she teaches us the specifics, the roadmap to reach your goals and dreams. Hi, Carrie. How are you, Angie? It must be very exciting for you to help people reach their goals. It's very exciting because everybody has a vision of what they want their life to look like, Angie, but most of us walk around with it all stuffed inside and not able to get it out. And that's what I help people do. And what I find that you do is you have us write down uh, what we see ourselves doing or would like to see ourselves doing in one year, two year, three years. Right. And then you ha- you break it down into steps and then it makes it so much more simplified and less intimidating. Well, I think people overestimate that, you know, a baby step ha- can take you a long way. So yes, I get them to take little tiny baby steps toward the bigger vision of what they want their life to look like. Or right, if people want to talk to you, work with you, see what you're up to, how do they reach you? InfiniteNation.com. InfiniteNation.com. Thanks, Carrie. Hello, it's your pal Angie Austin. You know, I have to tell you, if you enjoy the good news, I would love your support. I would love to team up with you, to partner with you, and help you grow your business or your nonprofit. And also, you could support the good news at the same time. I know all of my sponsors personally. I really enjoy working with these advertisers because we have friendships as well as a business relationship. This show means the world to me. I have a passion for sharing good news, and I have a passion for my faith, and I would also have a passion for you and and building your business as well. You can reach me at angieaustinnews at gmail.com, angieaustinnews at gmail.com. I'd love to work with you. God determines who walks into your life. It's up to you to decide who you let walk away, who you let stay, and who you refuse to let go. Just something to think about. For God and Country, this is the Crawford Broadcasting Company. We know that God loves us, and He gave His Son for us. This is where love lives. 810-KLVZ. Welcome back to the good news. Well, the good news is my friend Dan Jacobs is here, and he is a real estate agent, and he is fantastic because he believes in the good news. He's always supported me, and I, of course, support you, and you have a a good news to report to us. Yeah, you know, I've always appreciated your friendship and, and this show. Because again, it is—it's it's positive. It's not about you know all the things that are going bad in the world. It's—it's it's positive stories that you know lift you up, and uh, we're able to share today. You know, a couple stories um, where listeners have called in um, with some you know difficult circumstances, and we've been able to you know help them out. They've reached out because they value um, you know the association with you, you know our friendship, and um, they trust your word. Oh, um, thank you. And you know what? Here's the cool thing, Dan, because we are friends. And I, I feel so comfortable recommending you. And I know your heart is so similar to what I do because you and I were kind of working on ideas for the good news long before you ever advertised with me. So our friendship spans back over a decade now. And I just think we're very like-minded. So it made me so excited to know that my listeners were reaching out to you. So let's talk about some. Can you talk a little bit about some of the yeah. things that you're working so, on? So there's, there's one couple that uh, are avid listeners of the show. Um, and I didn't get permission to use their name. So I'm no, not no, yeah, their don't, yeah, don't do that. Um, I, I will in the future but um so they had worked with a, you know they were selling their home they had raised their kids in a very nice area in arvada and they they had a wonderful life in this house it's a beautiful house um but it was time for them so they, they that's hard yeah. it's hard to give up your home that you loved but it's just too big anymore yeah and so they they had, they kind of resettled in uh, highlands ranch and so they had this house they had to sell and you know they, they had an agent that they'd went with and you know it, it's not necessarily hard to get a you know a, a home under contract in colorado right now because the market's hot but so they got it under contract right away but the, it didn't go well and the other side kind of tried to take advantage 
and try and, uh, you know, had some tactics on the inspection. Interesting. Um, and really tried to, you know, hold them over a barrel. And, and the whole thing just wasn't a good situation for them. And yeah. they, they left that not feeling good about that. So when it was time for them to put the house back on the market, you know, they'd been listening to your show. Oh, I'm so happy and, to um, hear that. That makes me feel so good when someone hears and knows that I truly do believe in you and that you're honest and that they've had a good experience with you. So they contact you and then... Yeah, so we meet out there um, and... um, so we, you know, we go through the house and, you know, I just give them an honest assessment, you know, say, hey, this is, you know, where I think we need to be. And, you know, you know, the house could, you know, use this or that, but let, let's not worry about that right now. Let's see what the market says. And we were able to get them, you know, under contract after, after the first weekend. Um, and then what we were able to do, which I thought was neat, was we were able to, because they were, they were you know, tre- they had some trepidation again about, okay, well, we're getting under contract and, and what are they going to do now? What are they going right. to try? They're going to want yeah, 10 they, grand here. Yeah, they had like they real want... estate PTSD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. So, you know, we were able to negotiate, you know, a fair price, but also say that um, this is the house. And if you want it, if you want to be the people to walk away with this beautiful house and, and, and have the next you know, steps and memories in this house, you're taking it as it is. So we were able to negotiate a very fair price you know, that they were happy with, but also um, as is. So they're not going to have to worry about what's coming around the corner. Yeah, and I like that too. I love the idea of the as is because then you just kind of both walk away clean. You don't have to have worries. And, you know, if, if they've lived in that house and they've, you know, put many years into it, they don't want those hassles anymore. They want to move on nice, clean, no worries to their next home and not have something hanging over their head. Right. And they and the deserve next, that. Yeah, and, and the next family can now re-update that home to how they want to make it their home. Right. Um, so I think it's going to be a very good situation for everybody. So it was it was a neat situation where um, we had listeners that are very loyal to you. They, they think very highly of you. And I was honored that they would trust us at oh, Madlum to... Awesome. Um, you know, be a part of that process. So it's and, all done. Well, we're under contract. Um, it's okay. pretty. We're gonna we're gonna close in 21 days. Actually, excellent, um, excellent. You know, from, oh, congratulations so that, yeah, to them. So, so I told them, congratulations. You have you know have your check in three weeks. Or right, here's the thing that I like, Dan, too, is that you'll you'll just meet with them, mm-hmm. and that you're a really low key, down to earth, no pressure, honest guy. So if they just want to meet with you, find out, hey, uh, you know, I was thinking about selling, or what do you think my house would be worth? I think a lot of people, my sister in law in California, she's afraid to call an agent because she said they won't leave me alone. You know, and that's not your style. No, in fact, we have, uh, you know, what Chad calls, uh, Chad Madlam, our owner, uh, one-day listing agreements. Fire us anytime. You don't pay a dime. Um, So if they want to get a hold of us, danjacobsrealestate at gmail.com. Or my phone number is very easy to remember, 303-304-2230. Excellent. Thank you, Dan Jacobs. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.